0: Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from the Common English Bible and our reading for today comes from Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. There is a season for everything and a time for every matter under the heavens. A time for giving birth and a time for dying a time for planting and a time for uprooting what was planted a time for killing and a time for healing a time for tearing down and a time for building up a time for crying and a time for laughing a time for mourning and a time for dancing a time for throwing stones and a time for gathering stones a time for embracing a time for avoiding embraces a time for searching and a time for losing A time for keeping and a time for throwing away. A time for tearing and a time for repairing. A time for keeping silent and a time for speaking. A time for loving and a time for hating. A time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from all their hard work? I have observed the task that God has given human beings. God has made everything fitting in its time, but has also placed eternity in their hearts without enabling them to discover what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there's nothing better for them but to enjoy themselves and do what's good while they live. Moreover, this is the gift of God, that all people should eat, drink, and enjoy the results of their hard work. I know that whatever God does will last forever. It is impossible to add or to take away from it. God has done this so that people are reverent before him. Whatever happens has already happened, and whatever will happen has already happened before. And God looks after what is driven away. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today we finish the Word and Song series. Today's message is Turn, 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 and this one's a little bit different than the other songs that we've done, because it is in itself the entirety of the song, a biblical quotation. Turn, Turn, Turn is most remembered as being done by the birds, but was written by Pete Seeger. It reminded me of our reading from Ecclesiastes because it's quoting our reading from Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. But I personally had had Ecclesiastes on the mind for some time, and it made me think of the song, and the song made me reflect deeper about this section. For me, the two are always intertwined. In my head, it's hard for me to read Ecclesiastes and not sing it when it comes to this part. It also made me think again, about what the words mean. As it is put in the song, to everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose under heaven. What follows is pairings. Each pair seeming to be an act of life and an act of death, an act of creation and an act of destruction. But what struck me is that they aren't really times we can predict. It's also that we don't always know which time it is. And this is fleshed out in the author's own reflection. God has made everything fitting in its time, but has also placed eternity in their hearts without enabling them to discover what God has done from beginning to end. There's a great wisdom in Ecclesiastes that I think can get missed in the tone of the text A tone so overwhelming at times, feeling negative, even pessimistic, that even in church history it has sometimes been relegated to the sidelines because people didn't know how to make it fit in. But Ecclesiastes does do something that we don't often see in the rest of scripture. It makes us look at the stark reality of what the world is and what life is we always seem to be in pursuit of something but what that something is we may not always know or understand there's always a time for everything but we don't always know correctly which time it is and that requires a great discernment to understand that requires a trust in god that god knows what time it is and we may not and i think that's hard It's especially hard because sometimes, no matter how much we want to know, we don't know what time it is. Is it a time for keeping silent or is it a time for speaking? How often do we confuse the two? Make the mistake of thinking that it's a time to be silent and something needs to be said or a time when we say something when silence was all that was needed. How often do we assume that we know? But Ecclesiastes shines a light on this and says, do you really know what time it is? This reading always makes me pause and think. How do we know what time it is? Thinking about it, I could have used the song by Chicago, does anybody really know what time it is? for today's sermon as well. But what are the certainties that we think we know? I think the truth of it is that for each one of these statements, they will will undoubtedly occur in our lives. All of them. Whether we are directly in them, adjacent to them, we will see them. We can really just go down the list. If I think about it, there's always going to be a time for giving birth and a time for dying. We are all born into the world and we will all pass from the world. Time for planting and a time for uprooting. If we only plant, we soon run out of room. And there'll be no more room to plant and we'll be overgrown with things that don't need to be there. But we shouldn't uproot before the harvest either. There's the uncomfortable one a time for killing and a time for healing, a time for war and a time for peace. We may not like it, but anyone who's studied history knows that those times exist. just as a time for tearing down and a time for building up exists. We have to know when it's time to build things up, to let them grow, and when it's time to tear something down because it's not needed or doesn't serve its purpose anymore. And that applies to both physical buildings and to our emotional states. Connections to each other, to the emotional walls that we put up. Sometimes it's time to tear down the wall and sometimes it's time to put one up so that there can be a time for healing. A time for crying, a time for laughing, a time for mourning, and a time for dancing. The reflection is that we need to be able to recognize that these are things that happen in our lives. That we will laugh and we will cry. We will mourn, we will dance. We will have reasons to be sad and reasons to be joyous, but none of them drives out the fact that God is there in all of these things. God is there for us regardless of if we are in a time of mourning or if we are in a time of dancing. God is there. And some of these are harder than others to tell. We may have trouble seeing God in the time for throwing stones, but we may have an easier time seeing God in a time for gathering them. The same can be said for a time for embracing and a time for avoiding embraces. We have a much easier time looking back on the time for embracing and knowing God is there. And the time where we avoid embraces seems to be the time that we're searching, wondering if God is there. And it was this reminder that we could end each of these statements with, but God is there. A time for searching and a time for losing, but God is there. A time for keeping and a time for throwing away. But God is there. A time for preparing and a time for repairing. But God is there. And God's the only one who knows what time it really is. A time for loving or a time for hating. A time for war or a time for peace. The world keeps turning. Time keeps marching on, but God is still there. If this seems overwhelming, you should know that it is. And that's the other point. It's a matter of eternity that we can't fully fathom because this flesh is not eternal. This worldly body has its time and its place. But the conclusion of the writer is that we should eat, drink, and enjoy what our work brings knowing that whatever God does, it will last forever. With the simple reflection of what do we add or take away from God? What do any of those things that are listed in Ecclesiastes have to take away or add to God can we take away from God can we add to God we don't add or subtract from God we simply experience God we experience God's love and God's grace and God's mercy We do the best we can with what we know and what we have. Hopefully we put more love and peace and grace and mercy into the world. And hopefully we pray that more often than not we get our timing right. But more than that, we shouldn't worry so much about all of it. To paraphrase, Jesus, don't you have enough to worry about already without worrying about what tomorrow is? I find it interesting that Jesus, on reflection, really does match with Ecclesiastes. No matter how bitter and how resentful, no matter how pessimistic Ecclesiastes may come across, Christ comes to the same conclusion. Remember that God is there and do your best. We may not want those times to be upon us, but when they are, know that God is there to help us get through. When there is a time for war, we may find the time for peace. I'm reminded of the way that turn, turn, turn closes a time for love, a time for hate, a time for peace. I swear it's not too late. I think in that added line they help to sum up the actual hope hidden in Ecclesiastes. Life will come at us from many odd directions and many strange ways and take many turns that we couldn't see. In our limited scope, we may not understand where they're coming from or where they're going, but we do our best with God's help, to make it day by day. That we remember that Christ is with us to be able to help us to navigate those twists and turns. That even when we mess up and get our time wrong, God is there to help us to know what to do next. So I say this to you. Eat, drink, and enjoy each other's company. Thank God for the day that you have each and every day, and the good, the bad, and the unknown. Remember that God is there to help Christ is always with us, and we may always turn to him for help. Don't forget to praise God for all that has happened. Thank God for his presence always and everywhere in our lives, and that the world may turn, turn, turn. But it never turns where God can't find us. It never takes us to a place that Christ is not that we are to enjoy what we have in life, so that no matter what comes at you in life, remember that we are always there in the presence of Christ and his peace, that we know we are in good hands, that we are in the mercy of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.